Today on the show, we'll talk dominant performances from Jonathan Davenport and Brad Sweet. We've got results from Knoxville's 360 Nationals and the Capitani Classic. We'll talk about some other weekend winners as well. Let's go. It's Monday, August 8th. I'm Justin Fiedler. This is Dirt Tracker Daily. Following Saturday night's dominant win in the USA Nationals at Cedar Lake Speedway, Jonathan Davenport has now crossed over $1.5 million in winnings uh, this season across his dirt lay model starts. A big part of that is obviously the Eldora Million win, but even if you take that race out completely, he'd still only be trailing Chris Madden right now in season earnings. And Madden has had one hell of a 2022 season himself. Davenport held off a few challenges over the 100 laps at at the USA Nationals at Cedar Lake from Tyler Erb, but Turbo was never able to officially lead a lap, even though he was technically out front a few times. And then Chris Madden couldn't run down Superman in the closing lap, so JD, your winner on Saturday night, Madden second, and Erb completed the podium. Davenport is now the third driver to win the USA Nationals in back-to-back years, joining Billy Moyer and Jack Boggs. JD doesn't run with the Outlaws a ton during the year as he only has 35 appearances since 2019, but when he does race, he takes full advantage. Saturday night was his fourth Outlaw win of the season in just nine races, and if you look back over his last 13 Outlaw starts, that goes back to Cedar Lake in 2021, he's won seven times and led laps in nine of those features. It can be feast or famine, though, with the 49ers. Uh, in that stretch of 13 shows, Davenport has finished 19th or worse four times. As for the Outlaw Championship, no changes in the standings. I'm guessing Saturday's program was show points only, as Dennis Herb Jr. still leads Tanner English by 164 and Max Blair by 184. Those guys uh, behind Dennis Herb Jr. are going to start running out of races, though, to catch him, as only t- uh, 19 nights remain on the Outlaw schedule for the rest of the season. The series is quiet this weekend and returns August 19th at Williams Grove. They've got a couple of Pennsylvania shows and I believe an uh, an Ohio show that weekend here coming up in a few weeks. On the sprint car side with the Outlaws, it had been a pretty interesting season today coming into the Ironman weekend at Peavely. Brad Sweet has somehow been able to maintain the championship lead with only two wins, but his competition might be in trouble going forward. It was just a few weeks ago that the Big Cat picked up his first ever career win at Williams Grove. Uh, That's big for a driver who usually struggles in central Pennsylvania. And then we damn near saw a weekend sweep of the Ironman from the Big Cat. If it wasn't for an insane last corner move from Carson Macedo on Friday night, Sweet would have led all 85 laps over the two features. On that Friday night show, the 49 had a little bit of trouble with the lap car of Marcus Dumsney on the white flag lap, and that gave Macedo the opening he needed to throw a big slider and steal the victory. It was Macedo's eighth one of the year, and it tied him with Sheldon Huddenshield for the most on the season so far. There would not be a repeat performance of that on Saturday night, though. It was all Brad out front in the 55-lapper. He topped Macedo and James McFadden to earn his first career win in the event. And then a sixth on Friday for David Gravel, combined with two flats on Saturday for that two-car and a 12th-place run, mean that the points lead has been extended now to 68. Headed to Knoxville, where only show-up points will be paid for the week, the KKR 49 now has a little bit of breathing room. Sweet leads the series in average finish over the both uh, the previous five and ten race stretches, and if that team is somehow over the hump with whatever was stopping them from winning races before, I think Gravel, Macedo, and uh, Hoddenshield could be in big trouble as we work through this second half of the year. You've got Sweet, who's obviously been insanely consistent already, but now that he's going to be able to win races, or it seems like he's going to be able to win races, that could be... Uh, uh, bad for those other guys. 
couple of other drivers to point out for you uh, today. James McFadden and Donnie Schatz. McFadden had an abysmal week at Eldora. Uh, never could get anything right. And then he followed that up uh, with a 20th place finish at uh, Port Royal. But since then, he now has six straight top tens, including two podiums at Peevely. Uh, definitely want to be peaking as you come into this week at Knoxville. And then Schatz now has five straight top four finishes headed to Knoxville. And as much of a struggle as this year has been for the TSR 15, they will very much be in the mix for the Nationals win come Saturday night. Also at PVL this weekend, we got two nights for the Extreme Outlaw Midgets. Friday, it was Chance Crum and the Redeen Squad earning their first National Midget victory. And then Saturday, during a very brief U.S. trip for Kiwi Michael Pickens, the accomplished sprint car midget racer stole the win right at the line from Jacob Denny. Pickens was in a Dave Mack Dalby car and bagged the $5,000 victory before heading back home to New Zealand. I think he was heading home today. Uh, with five midget races complete on the year, Zach Dom is leading the Extreme Midget Championship standings over Brenham Crouch and Bryant Wiedemann. And at Knoxville, we had the 360 Nationals on Saturday night and the Capitani Classic on Saturday. The $30,000 in the 360 Nationals crown went to Aaron Reitzel on Saturday after an absolutely dominating performance. He got $15,000 for the win and $15,000 for leading all of the laps. Sam Haverdeep Jr. tried to run Reitzel down in the closing stages as the eight car seemed to be going away just a little bit, but Haverdeep could never get close enough to make a serious move. It was Reitzel's first career 360 Nationals title. And as I said last week, I think he'll continue to be a pretty serious challenger all week at Knoxville. Like I've said, we've seen him win in both the 360 and the 410 coming into this, and now he's got the 360 Nationals title as well. Clint Garner joined Reitzel and Haferteep on the podium, and Kyle Larson was basically a non-factor over the three-night program. He was eighth in, uh, on, his, uh, on his prelim night on Friday and then went 16th to 11th on Saturday night, so basically not, uh, not a factor for the win as well. And then last night for the Capitani Classic, 69 cars took the opportunity to get on track for the final time before things get real on Wednesday. In the night's feature, second starting Logan Schuhart led 24 of 25 laps to score the win and $9,000. He had a nice battle in the late stages with Donnie Schatz, with the 15 officially leading a single lap, but Schuhart got back by and picked up the victory. Aaron Reitzel was third, uh, like I just talked about, with Brad Sweet fourth and Parker Price Miller in fifth. Big shout out to Danny Lasoski and the Brian Brown Racing guys for their work last night. Brian got upside down in a big way in his heat race, and those guys were able to get another car together, which allowed Brown to win the night's second B-Main and get into the feature. He did end up out of the race, though, in 24th. Uh, so the next time we'll see action on track at Knoxville will be for Wednesday's prelim, first of two prelim nights. We talk about the Nationals all week, but I think right now you're looking at Brad Sweet, David Gravel, Donnie Schatz, Kyle Larson, Carson Macedo, and Brett Marks as probably the favorites. I also wouldn't sleep on Rico Abreu, Schuhart, Reitzel, or Hoddenshield. I am a little surprised we didn't see Brett Marks at Knoxville last night, but he tweeted today they are racing the Nationals. And there's obviously no guarantee that laps during the Cappy will help, but track time is track time. So again, I'm a little surprised they weren't there. If you want even more sprint car racing tonight, a lot of these teams are headed over to Oskaloosa for Terry McCall's Front Row Challenge. If you can't be there, that one will be live over on Flow Racing. Elsewhere this weekend, Eric Spangler picked up $34,000 at Merritt, topping Devin Moran and Ryan Unzicker. Chris Ferguson was a $20,000 Ultimate Southeast winner at Virginia Motor Speedway. Devin Gilpin won the Ironman show at Brownstown. Logan Robertson was a rush winner at Pittsburgh's PA Motor Speedway. And Rick Eckert was a $4,000 winner at Sealands Grove. If you want some late model action tonight, the XR Super Series is at Gondic Law for the first of two nights. I believe both of those programs pay $20,000 to win. And they should draw uh, some good cars there post-Cedar Lake. That racing will be live over on XR Plus if you have a subscription. With the USMTS Modifieds, Derek Ramirez scored wins on both Friday at Humboldt and Saturday at Wheeland as he tries to run down Dustin Sorensen in the point standings. Right now, the top three in Sorensen, Tanner Mullins, and Ramirez are separated by just 95 points.
Uh, on the streaming schedule today, there are four shows. Flow Racing has the Front Row Challenge, like I just mentioned from Oski. They also have Flow 24-7. The Cushion has Outlaw Carts from English Creek. That uh, that Outlaw Cart Racing from English Creek during the Knoxville Nationals is uh, kind of a bit of a tradition around there. Uh, and then the XR Super Series is on XR Plus from God Law, like I just said. To see the full daily streaming schedule with links to watch, head over to dirttracker.com slash watch tonight. That's it for the show today. Have a good Monday. If you have thoughts about the topics on today's show, please leave them in the comments below or tweet at me. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We'll see you tomorrow for more Dirt Tracker Daily.